You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, and joining me, as always, is the other host of this show, the fantastic, the phenomenal, the... And I lost the nickname I had in my brain, Zach Uh. Batista. (laughs) I had one ready, and I was so ready to drop it on you, and then it, like, as I was saying it, my brain was like, and that thought is gone. Damn. Throw that thought right in the trash. (laughs) Well, I still like the name. I still like the adjectives you're writing up to it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right. Uh, so I think uh, we we have some we have some uh, decent matches this week. I yeah, do we have some pretty good matches. With one match we both watched that was really fucking really good, really good, which we'll like, get I into cannot, later. I cannot wait to get in that match. We we picked it because something something rather special happened uh, recently, and we will get into that when we talk about them with the match later mm-hmm. that we both watched. And, uh, but, but for now, uh, why don't we just jump right on into it? Zach, do you remember who started us off last week? I want to say that would be, uh, let's see, I had that. I think I started off last week. All right, I'll kick us off this week. Uh, my first match is a match from Ring of Honor. Oh, Uh, okay. My first match is a match from Ring of Honor. Uh, we got Brian Johnson. Okay. Taking on Dan Housen. (laughs) <laughs> it has been a minute since I've seen a Danhausen match, so I was like, you know what? I'm feeling a little fun. I'm feeling a little goofy. So why don't we? Why don't we? Why don't we pick a Danhausen match to watch? And this mm-hmm. match is a uh, a rematch from I forgot what Ring of Honor's big pay per view was called. Like big pay per view was called, but they had like it was like their big WrestleMania style pay per view. Um. Oh God, I used to know that. I this, the name's just like on the tip of my tongue. Oh God. I can't remember what it was. I can't either. All right. Well, we'll 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 find out later. But uh it was at that paper that that event and uh Danhausen took on Brian Johnson at that event and Danhausen won, which led him to getting the the contract for 2021 to get him into Ring of Honor. Okay. So this match is a rematch of that. Oh, okay. Uh, Brian Brian Johnson wants revenge on Danhausen. Mhm. Uh for beating him. So uh, this match starts off pretty pretty basic, just a, just a little bit of chain wrestling, and then uh, Brian Johnson throws Danhausen and does Irish whips Danhausen into the ropes. Mm-hmm. Then Danhausen he like goes to like lift Danhausen up, it's like drop him, but as yeah. he lifts him up, Danhausen hits him with a drop kick. Nice, immediately knocks him on his ass, uh, and ro- and Johnson rolls out of the ring, uh, and then Johnson looks like he like tries to catch Dan Housen off guard and slide back in the ring, like, sneakily, mm-hmm. and, like, attack him from behind. Yeah. But Dan Housen watches him slide back in the ring, 
So when he gets up, he just slide. He like gets up, walks across the ring, and slides back out the other side. <laughs> and nope. And he's like, nope, nope, not today. He's like, oh, you almost got me. And then he tries to do it again. Oh my god. And Dan Housen is like, no. <laughs> Stop, man. It's not gonna work. Yeah. Uh, and they ended up they end up fighting a little bit. Uh, I think uh, Johnson ends up getting the upper hand here. He throws Dan Housen out of the ring. So he throws Dan Hazen out of the ring and mm-hmm. went, and then he beats him up on the outside a little bit, you know, runs him into the barricade, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Johnson mm-hmm. does that thing where he tries to sneak up on Dan Hazen. Yeah. Dan Hazen sees it coming. Johnson just runs across the ring, slides back out the other side. Okay. You know, like a heel does. Mm-hmm. And then while he's on the outside, Dan Hazen tries to, like, slide kick him. Okay. But he op- he like opens the, the apron and, like, traps Dan Hazen in the apron and just oh. starts beating him and just starts beating him up. Like, okay. just throwing fists at him. Classic. And then Dan Housen, like, falls while he's under the apron. Okay. And uh, while Dan Housen is under the apron, uh, Johnson just starts cutting a promo on him. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs a mic off the table and starts cutting a promo on oh Dan Housen. Oh, my God. Uh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. And then after the promo, he gets up on the apron because Dan Housen's he- like, Dan Housen, like, popped his head back up. Mm-hmm. Like, out of, out of the apron. Yeah. Uh, and it's just his head. It looks like Whack-A-Mole Dan Housen. It's really funny. That with his face paint and his smile. I can only imagine how funny that exactly. looks. Exactly. He, he pops his head out, and Johnson tries to kick it. He just mm-hmm. tries to, like, run across the apron and punt kick him. But Dan Housen ducks, and and Johnson just sends himself flying. <laughs> he, like, kicks so hard, he, like, loses his footing and just drops himself on the apron. <laughs> Damn. That's... <laughs> And then Danhausen grabs the mic, which is now on the floor that mm-hmm. Johnson dropped, and he. <laughs> and now that Johnson is down on the floor and Danhausen's on the apron, oh please! Dan- Danhausen grabs the mic and starts doing his own tequila spot. Yes, <laughs> he he sings it himself. Da, 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 he, da, da. he just grabs the mic and he's just like da 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 da. da. <laughs> and then he kicks it. He's like Danhausen. Amazing. God. Very good. How could you <laughs> ever hate good. Dan Housen, man? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. You you just don't. Um, after I think after that, uh, Johnson ends up like tripping Dan Housen and knocking him on the outside, and he mm-hmm. rolls back in the ring and he hits a big suicide dive. Oh, okay, nice, uh, nice. Like, ju- when I say big suicide dive, I've the way it didn't even look like a regular suicide dive where you know, like you like jump into the person and they look like they catch you and you both kind of fall together. Yeah. It looked like Johnson just kind of like threw himself at Danhausen mm-hmm. and didn't even care if he got caught. Oh like, wow! He just like he was just like and bam, and they just and he just nails him. That is. It looks like he just flops to the ground. Like the way he hit it was so not graceful and so <laughs> not how a suicide. It actually looked like a suicide dive. Like he actually took himself out with it. You know, a very the rare uh, ex- the uh, the rare actual suicide dive. Yeah. Uh, then they get back in the ring. Uh, there's a little bit of scrapping. Johnson's got Dan Housen in like a, uh, a, a, a submission hold of some kind, which I can't really remember exactly what it was, mm-hmm. but, uh, Dan Housen breaks out, uh, hits, hit, gets a little bit of momentum back and just ends this little sequence he has with just like a giant head putt and just nice. knocks them both out for a bit. Ooh. Uh, Danhausen gets a big gets a like I said after that Danhausen gets a big swing of momentum. He starts getting the offense in. Mm-hmm. He gets he he uh, gets Johnson like on the ropes. Okay, and Danhausen is on the apron and he like hops over and hits him with a German. Ooh, 
Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, then after that, there's another there's another submission spot where uh, he's got him in like the the abdominal stretch, mm-hmm. you know, where he's like twisting him. Yeah. But Johnson keeps using the ropes for leverage, mm-hmm. and, and the ref keeps like being like, "Hey, I see you," and he's like, "Oh, it's not, I, I'm not doing it." He like holds his hand up, mm-hmm. but he keeps doing it. He keeps doing it. Keeps doing it. And then finally, he does it. The ref catches him. The ref smacks his hand off the ropes. <laughs> Danhausen catches it and hits him with like a fisherman, like a German, uh, another German. That's awesome. Like what's the arm like the German where you have like their arm hooked like that? Oh, um, I can't remember what it's called. It's not a fisherman. It's like is it? A, it's like a, it sounds like a half dragon suplex, but I know that's not what it is. It's kind of something like that. Yeah, he he had like his arm like hooked like this, and he and then he hits him with it since his arm was like in the air. Yeah, Dan Hansen just like catches it, and he's like, "Hey, I got you." <laughs> uh, so that was pretty cool. There's a cool spot where uh, Johnson has. Uh, Dan Housen, like, on the top rope with his feet dangling. He hits him with a cutter. Dan Housen kicks out of that. Mm-hmm. Dan Housen kicks out of that. And then, uh, at two, and, like, Johnson's doing the thing where he's like, that was only two? Are you? And him <laughs> and the ref are, like, going back and forth. And then Dan Housen just, like, lifts his hand in, in Johnson's face. He's like, yes, it was two! <laughs> and Johnson's like, get your hands out of my face! <laughs> uh, then there's one point where Johnson steals Dan Housen's teeth. Oh, shit, his no! Little, his, jar, his jar of teeth. Uh, and he, he dumps it all over the ring. And while the ref, the ref gets like, the, the ref starts cleaning up all the teeth. And while the ref is cleaning up the teeth and trying to get them out of the ring, mm-hmm. uh, Johnson undoes the turnbuckle pad. Okay. Uh, and while he's on, and, and he undoes the turnbuckle pad, he picks up Dan Housen, goes to Irish whip him, but Dan Housen trips him and gets him into like that catapult position. Mm-hmm. And he launches, uh, Johnson into the, the exposed turnbuckle. Oh shit! Uh, which 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 makes him woozy, uh, which let which lets Danhausen hit the um the the good nighthausen, which is like his go to sleep. Mm. Uh, but after he hits the good nighthausen, Johnson rolls out of the ring. Of course, Johnson rolls out of the ring. He's on the outside. He gets back in. Uh, the ref is distracted, but the ref then gets distracted after cleaning up the teeth. He's the ref starts putting the turnbuckle pad back on. Mm-hmm. While he's putting the turnbuckle pad back on, Johnson grabs the mic from earlier that he used to cut the promo. Yeah. Donks Dan Housen on the head with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hits, hits like a through-the-ropes crossbody. Ooh. And then pins Dan Housen with his feet on the ropes, getting the one, two, three. Dirty pin for a dirty diddler. Dirty pin, hits him with a mic, tried to remove the turnbuckle pad, tried to distract the ref with Dan Housen's teeth. This guy used every trick in the book. Everything. <laughs> to beat Dan Housen. After. There was points there was points where uh he had Dan Housen was like had him on the ropes. Mm-hmm. And it was like, ref, get him off me, get him off me. So the ref is like trying to push Dan Housen off him, and while the ref is doing that, he like pokes Dan Housen in the eye. Dan Housen's just like, too this strong, guy man. Is just throwing, this guy is just throwing every trick in the book he has at Dan Housen to beat him, and it's kind of ridiculous. But Brian Johnson does end up winning this match. And after the match, he, he celebrates, as the announcers say, like he won the Super Bowl. And he's like, <laughs> I did it! I won! I won! Woo! He's, so, he's like so excited. Nice. Oh, by the way, before I forget, I actually did find out what the Ring of Honor uh, big pay-per-view seemingly is, and it's called Final Battle. That was it. Yes, Final Battle. That's that's when that's when uh, Dan Housen beat Brian Johnson at God. Final Battle. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, in, in this one, uh, Brian Johnson does get his revenge when uh, he ends up pinning Dan Housen with the dirty pin with his feet on the ropes. Bastard. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's my first match. Uh, it was fine. 
Like a lot, I like a lot of the dirty tricks Johnson was pulling. There was some, da- there was of course some Danhausen shenanigans, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Danhausen was just being like it wasn't, it wasn't like peak Danhausen for sure. Yeah, like we've seen him get way, way goofier and way sillier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this match wasn't bad. It was, it was fine. It, it didn't like, it didn't satisfy that need, I, I, that that goofiness I was looking for. But it, it, he still had like, he still had spots. He sang his own tequila spot. Mm-hmm. He did a two, and he was like, "Yes, it was two. It was like a half goof. You, it wasn't full on goof uh, like you wanted. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was still solid though. I gave this one a meh. It All was right. fine. Not, nothing, nothing crazy special. Nothing that's gonna blow you away. But it was a good wrestling match, and everyone got got their shit in. You know. <sighs> That's it's always nice when you have a good wrestling match. Yeah, I it's fine. It, like I said, fine. Aces okay. Uh, nice. All right. So let's let's get to your first match of the week. I found I found a doozy of a match from my first match of the week. Okay. I found Tetsuya Naito versus AR Fox at Glory Pro Wrestling. That already sounds like it's going to be awesome. It I literally was just looking around for just just looking around for matches for this week, and I saw that, and I was like, "That is not a thing." It's like you're bullshitting me. And then I clicked the link, and it was there, and I was like, "Well, I'll be damned." I know what I'm fucking watching this week. So, a uh, fun fact for me, actually, this is actually my first Naito match. I've never seen a single one of his matches before. And okay. I gotta say, he lived. He literally he lived up exactly to my expectations of what I expected from the leader of LIJ Los Ingobernables de Japón. Mm-hmm. The man literally oozes like swagger and charisma. It's just so laid back, and I just loved it. So I love how this match starts off. So Fox comes in. He's in his classic, you know, camel pants, shirtless, just tire right. Naito comes in, and he's dressed in a full three piece white suit with cape included and just strolls down to the ring casually just plays into the crowd and then the moment before the match gets underway Naito's like hold on I gotta get I gotta get out of my suit so he takes as long as he possibly can just casually taking off this whole ass of suit course. vest of course. jacket cape eventually he gets down to his pants and the crowd starts to like going like because it's on this last piece of clothing and he looks at them like really all right, fuck it. And really? This takes, is what you're going to do? Yeah, then he takes it off, and they all go, yeah! <laughs> and the whole time, Fox is looking at him like, are you fucking serious, man? Like, if you're going to be a dick, they're like, hey, if you're going to be a defense, like, if you're going to be a dick to us, we're going to be a dick to you right back. Mm-hmm. And then the moment this match is underway, like, Fox like, all right, let's fucking do this shit. Goes to grab Naito. Naito just ducks him every single time, and he's just as tranquilo as possible here. He's just, just like, like uh, come on, man, just uh, chill. Uh, chill. Uh, <laughs> this is easy. This is good vibes. And eventually, after he does it like two times, I believe, Fox kicks him in the stomach and beats Naito down, which cements him at this point in the match as the heel because he has ruined the Naito and the crowd's good vibes at this point, as far as I'm concerned. Because <laughs> they immediately boo him because Naito's like, oh, this is so chill. And they just immediately just beating him down with this aggressive You have strike. ruined the vibes. You are the, you, Doth, have been named the heel of this match. <laughs> How dare you? You? Will, be sent- you will be sentenced with the title of heel. <laughs> Oh man. Well, with all this good goodness to it, I have to I have to point out the one thing about this entire match that did not vibe with me at all. Okay. And it happens a lot with independent wrestling promotions and it's the fucking audio, man. The audio in this match, like so they had it so that there was commentators in one year and the crowd and the match itself in the other year, right? Except mm-hmm. there was one sole problem with this cuz usually that's fine. 
It's that they had the mics so... The mics were so sensitive that I literally could hear the announcers breathing every time they could breathe so clearly. It just overshadowed parts of this match. So it sounds... It was uh, like, I'm not even gonna... It's like... Uh, <gasps> just constant... Just, yeah, exactly. Like, every time they finished, I could Sorry. hear them gasp <laughs> Sorry, for breath. fans. Sorry, but like that... Just every time. And like, the problem is, once I noticed it, I could not not notice it. And I was just like, man, could you just... Could you not... <laughs> There was a point where I literally took my one headphone out and I just left my one headphone in just to see if it would, the match was like, if it would just affect my watching. It didn't, by the way. I was like, oh, okay. But like, yeah, that was just, just, just annoyed me. And I was just like, why, man? Like, <laughs> just turn that shit down a bit. But just, anyhow. Just, just like breathe, breathe away from the mic. Or not have the mic pick up your breathing every time you breathe. That's true. Too. Anywho, let's get back into the uh, the good vibes of this match. So, Naito, after getting beaten down, immediately picks up the pace of this match with a series of arm drags and a Hurricane Rana. He then <laughs> eats a nasty elbow from Fox, who which sends it to the outside. Fox tries it to suicide dive, but catches himself when Naito gets out of the way. Like, he jumps, is going to flip over the top rope onto Naito, but Naito rolls into the ring mid him flipping, so he catches himself on the top rope, and he mm-hmm. flips onto the apron. Then, as he's on the apron... <laughs> <laughs> Naito, he turns around like, where the fuck did he go? And Naito just nails him with a forearm in the face. Oof. It, oh, so then, fu- <laughs> so then uh, he goes for, Naito then pretends to go for a suicide dive, fakes out Fox, rolls onto the apron, does his classic, just laying on the mat, one elbow down, just casually, just doing his classic Naito pose. Fox is pissed off at this point now that he's making a joke out of him and is not taking him seriously in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Fox, this is kind of an unintentionally funny spot. Fox runs into the ring and goes to elbow Naito, who's laying down. And I don't know how, but he somehow missed him. Like, interesting. I was looking at it and like, <laughs> I was like, oh, he's going to hit Naito. And somehow he missed. And it was just the way it looked is just funny to me. I don't know. Okay. So eventually, though, Naito stays in control. He beats Fox down. Fox actually has to use the, the uh, ref as a shield to get back into this match. And, uh, because of this, he gets an opportunity where he can kick out Naito's legs, stomps on his hand, then goes to kick him. Naito dodges it, and when he looks back up, he goes, gotcha, and he hits him with a cutter. Mm-hmm. Then he, of course, rolls onto, onto the floor and mocks Naito with his own pose. I like the gotcha. Exactly. So good. I love Fox. I'm actually wearing my mm-hmm. Air Fox shirt today that uh, my friends got me for Secret Santa. Nice. It's very nice. Uh, so he mocks Naito with his own pose. He's in complete control for a while here, just beating Naito down with strikes, such as, uh, one cool one where he drapes Naito over the middle ropes. He runs towards him, and he literally, like, jumps through the little space in between Naito, the middle rope, and the top rope. He slips right in through, and he, like, basically garrots Naito on the middle rope as he flies through him onto the outside. Rough. He immediately, uh, hits him with a... with a really awesome-looking corkscrew neckbreaker where he lifts him up and then he spins him. Mm-hmm. And then follows it up with immediately with a head a headlock, which I liked because Naito was selling the uh, the garroting really well. Like he was like coughing and such, so he went right after the neck. Naito is able to actually get out of it and try some out of comeback, but Fox just, funnily enough, outfoxes him at every turn. No matter what he tries to do, he just immediately is able to get out of it or blo- or dodge him or just block his offense. He has the name for a reason, I guess. Yes, he is. Oh man, <sighs> the whole Fox and Show baby. <laughs> so. Finally, though, Naito is able to actually get back into this match after he uh, kicks Fox off him while he's in the corner and hits a 
Very smooth combo of an inverted atomic drop into a neckbreaker. Nice. Looks really nice. Really crisp. Naito gets his momentum back at this point, and the crowd is fully in support of him, and he hits consecutive, fast, hard-hitting maneuvers on Fox. Um, he then Fox then stops this by grabbing Naito and then slamming him face-first into the corner, which then he gets showered with booze, because, again, he has ruined the vibe that was going with Naito. <laughs> you did not pass the vibe check. So he stopped it. <laughs> he then, uh, so Fox walks over to Naito, and as the crowd's booing, he's like, what? Why am I getting boot? Just stomps a mud hole into Mido. Just what did I do? And then we get to one of my favorite spots of this match. So he goes to hit a coast-to-coast on Naito. Naito rolls out of the ring, and I think, oh, that's a shame. I'm like, oh, maybe he'll do a low main. And instead, Fox, because he's stupidly athletic and can do this type of shit, sees Naito standing on the apron, and he's like, eh, I can hit him, and he fucking hits a coast-to-coast <laughs> on him. He jumps, puts his feet through the middle and bottom rope, and kicks Naito in the face while he's on the outside with a coast-to-coast. <laughs> Jesus. I love this spot. I was literally like, that's some bullshit. That's insane. (laughs) Love it. How could a person do that? I don't know, man. It's unreal. And of course, Fox Fox then follows it up with the most stylish thing he can do, which is he runs off the ring post and it's a moonsault onto Naito's shoulder. He then hits up his beautiful swanton bomb on him. Fox then goes for something after this, but it doesn't really matter because Naito counters it with a tornado tornado DDT off the ring ropes, which literally plants Fox like a lawn dart. (laughs) Like, Fox is, like, for, like, a split, for, like, a second or two, he's just stuck there, just full-on straight um, vertical in the air. Just... Oh, God. The two then struggle against each other as Naito goes for his pump handle slam Gloria. But uh, Fox actually gets out of the hole and hits him with a massive springboard cutter and then a 450. Mm-hmm. He then goes for a package pile driver on the apron when it doesn't work, but Naito gets out of it, and the two exchange just these heavy, hard-hitting strikes on the apron with each other, which Naito mm-hmm. wins with this absolutely disgusting-looking neckbreaker that literally folds Fox like a lawn chair on the apron. Oh, man. Like, Fox's selling was top-notch, so was Naito. And then this leads to the finish, where we get this fantastic exchange between the two after a roll-up attempt by Fox, where... Naito goes for Destino. Fox sees this and counters with the Inziguri, which would have knocked most people out, but it's fucking Naito. So Naito, out of nowhere, hits a fucking Poison Rana on him and then hits a, the Destino on Fox for the win. Nice. This is a... I, what a match. This is a very good match. I didn't give this match a mark. I'll give it a high meh, but the high points of this match for sure, in my opinion, are the wrestling, which is because the two guys are both ridiculously athletic. I think there was maybe, like, one or two spots I could see them kind of standing, getting ready for the next spot, but that's that's fine with how crazy, the, with the shit they were pulling off. And the crowd investment. The crowd was a joy in this match. I fucking loved how he got, they just booed the shit out of him whenever he, when he ruined the vibes, man. It was just, it was nice. <laughs> this match gets a uh, high meh for me. All right. Very all right. enjoyable, and uh, I'll definitely uh, be getting some recommendations probably from Ryan, who's like, how dare you watch a Naito match from not from New Japan? My son, let me show you a really good Naito match. <laughs> how dare you watch one without telling me? He's going to literally listen to this and be like, here is a match from Naito, watch it now. Yeah, probably. And I'm going to love it. <laughs> God. Whew. All right. Okay. Let's get into my next match of the week here. All right, hit me with it. After, after that, that uh, hype Naito uh, AR Fox match. We got a match from uh, Respect Women's Wrestling. Nice. We got Solo Darling taking on taking on Edith Surreal, formerly known as Still Life. Oh, nice. 
Yes. Uh, so this match, uh, like I said, in this match, uh, she was still known as Still Life, but mm-hmm. now she has since changed her name to Eva Surreal. Good for her. Uh, yeah. So this match is a very, very technical matchup at first. Um, All right. Lots of submissions, lots of reversals. Uh, some interesting creative submission work from Edith Surreal mm-hmm. working working solo darling's leg this whole match. Alright. So this whole match is like Surreal is working Darling's leg and Darling is trying to lock in her Cloverleaf submission hold. I love the Cloverleaf submission hold so much. It's like mm-hmm. one of my favorite submissions holds. It's up there with the Dragon Sleeper for me. Mm-hmm. Uh but in the beginning, obviously, none of them are locking anything in. They're mm-hmm. all they just keep reversing each other back and forth, back and forth. Of course, uh, course. Until, uh, until they start getting frustrated and start start throwing the strikes and start doing doing the big the big spots. Ooh, you yeah. know, uh, one of the big spots was Solo Darling getting uh, getting surreal into this like into a, a like a tor- like 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 she looks like she's gonna go for a tornado DDT. Mm-hmm. But she does it, hits the tornado part, and then like spins her around and does a suplex. Oh shit! Yeah, it was like a tor- it was a tornado a tornado suplex, which was sweet. I love the sound of that. Yeah, it was super cool. Then there was one point where still, uh, sorry, Sur- uh, surreal gets, uh, darling up up under like a tree of woe. Mm-hmm. But darling doesn't touch the ground because she's too short. <laughs> <laughs> So Surreal has to like adjust her cat. She was because it looked like she was going for a cannonball, but she had to like adjust a little bit because Solo wasn't on the ground. So mm. Edith just like gets to the corner, runs across the ring, and just throws her whole body into Solo. Like it looked like it looked like what Jeff Hardy does when he does the poetry emotion. Mm-hmm. It was like that. Gotcha. That was pretty crazy. Uh, which Darling ends up kicking out of. Mm. Then there's one point where they're fighting up, fighting on the apron. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're throwing punches back and forth. Darling hits a punch, knocks knocks Edith for a loop, picks her up, hits a deep DVD on the apron. Death Valley Driver right on the apron. Ooh. Uh, then they get back into the middle of the ring. They're they're going for kicks on each other, mm-hmm. right? And then there's one point where Solo goes to kick Edith. Mm-hmm. Edith catches the kick. Okay. Then Edith goes to kick Solo, and Solo catches her <laughs> kick, so they both just have each other's feet. Nice. And they're, like, hopping around the ring, like, all right, what do we do now? It's like, you make a move. No, you make a move. <laughs> the, ref, the ref decides to step in, and the ref is like, you two are friends. Just put the feet down, and we can continue this match nice and clean, okay? Uh. <laughs> so they both agree. They dropped each other's feet. And, but, like... In a half of a second after they drop each other's feet, they both drop kick each other. Oh my god! And knock each other out. <laughs> of course. Yeah, they both immediately just knock each other out right after they put each other's legs down. Uh, then, then they uh, like they're counting. The ref, the ref is counting. They both get back up, and it goes into like a sequence where they just start trading pin attempts back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like just like oh, solo goes for one. Either goes for one. Solo goes for one. Either goes for one. It's just like one, two, one, two, one, two, and then there's one point where they're just like rolling back and forth from mm-hmm. like um, like the sunset flip pins, you know. Yeah. But they just keep like rolling back and forth. It's like one, rolling, nope, rolling, one, rolling. nope, one, nope, one, and they just keep going back and forth. 
until they both finally get up and Edith looks a little dizzy. Uh, Solo trips Edith, locks in the clover leaf. Edith taps out. Solo. Oh wow! I was not mm-hmm. expecting the uh, the roll up the uh, rolling to. Wow, that's actually hmm. all right. Yeah, uh, Solo ends up locking in that clover leaf. Edith taps out. Solo wins the match. This this one was this one was solid. I really like this match. Uh, I will say though, I'm probably gonna spoiler alert. I'm probably gonna give you this match to watch, and this match was very like the, the quality of the cameras was kind of garbage. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it was it was rough to it was like bad quality cameras. The lighting was kind of weird throughout the match, uh, but the wrestling was awesome. Like I said, nothing nothing that was bad was on the wrestling with those on the wrestlers. Nothing. It's just the production side. Exactly. Uh, the wrestlers themselves did an awesome job. This match kind of. This match was kind of awesome. I think I'm going to give it the high mat for this one. I really liked it. I liked it a lot. These two Fair absolutely enough. put on like a, a submission clinic. The, they were throwing strikes at each other left and right. There was a fair share of big big spots, mm-hmm. high, like big high impact spots. I liked it a lot. Uh, these two really knocked it out of the park, and I give it a high mat for sure. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, let's get into your next match. All right. So my next match, I decided to go for Heather Monroe versus Rachel Rose at New Texas Pro Wrestling. Okay. For context, this is a semifinals match of the New Texas Pro Championship Tournament in which the winner will get a shot, I believe, at the New Texas Pro Women's Champion, who I do not remember who that is. Okay. I believe going to this match... Uh, Rose, for this promotion, was undefeated, and commentary was bigging up how Monroe is champion in several different promotions, how Rose and her have fought each other, it, I think it's two dozen times, they've tagged with each other successfully in a tournament, like, these two have so, history with each so other. So these two, these two know each other. They know well. each other, and they're both very well accomplished going into this mm-hmm. match. So, there's a, <laughs> there's a pretty fun little spot where, um, so the two, both their characters are essentially divas, think they're better than everyone else like rachel like rose i believe is uh her title is the head the uh the head of house rose and monroe i believe is like the empress something like that so they both are wearing jackets and they both turn around and tell the ref to go take off their jet ja- their their jackets but the ref's kind of like uh who, who what, what do i do because like they're both telling him to do it and he doesn't know what to do and eventually uh, uh. eventually monroe's like you know what fine rose Ro- you can let rose t- take rose jacket off first and he takes her jacket off, and Monroe's now look is like got her hands spread back, like come on, take mine off. And he like half asses it or something like that, and she just immediately just takes off her own jacket, and it, he just looks so confused of what the hell just happened to him. <laughs> like he's like, what? Oh. He's like, why am I? He's like, I just came to rest. He looks the match. so. Why am I even involved? Yeah, he in like looks like flustered, like I, uh, uh, okay. So, the match starts off with classic chain wrestling maneuvers between these two, in which there's really no real winner here because of how well the two know each other. It's just constant counters, getting out of each other's holds, putting in their own hold, you know, the classic. Of course. And it, like, it makes sense because that's the story being told here, is that it's two, well, it's two opponents that are well acquainted with each other trying to get the best of each other, of the other one. Got it. This continues until Rose pokes Monroe in the eye, and in return, Monroe looks at her with the one good eye and rakes both of Rose's eyes. <laughs> right in front of the ref, mind you, who's kind of... With the look- one good eye. Yeah. And the refs look at them both like, what the fuck? Why- you-, you can't just break each other's eyes in front of me. So the two of them are like... That- that's oh, illegal! My eye! And then they look at each other, and Monroe's like, you know what? Deal. Let's make a deal. 
we I won't attack your eyes. You won't attack my eyes. We 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 keep the face. No no touching the face or the eyes. And the and the two of them shake on it. No touchy. No touchy on the eyes for the rest of this match. So they shake on it, and uh, they promise not to attack each other's eyes. And funny enough, that actually plays into the end of this match. I thought to. I thought I thought you were about to say it was like they as they're shaking hands, they get pulled. Somebody pulls somebody else in, and just like boop. <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't uh, Chris Statlander. The boop ain't gonna happen, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right. So the match resumes, and thanks to some fast-paced maneuvers, Monroe is actually able to get the upper hand here and gets Rose into the corner, where she delivers a meaty forearm followed by several hip attacks, which forces Rose to the outside. Okay. She then starts running away from Monroe, and she gets a she keep she plays keep play pretty well here. Like there are some points where I was like, oh wow, she's just staying on the outside. She's got wants nothing to do with Monroe. <laughs> The two brawl on the outside for a while here. Monroe gets the upper hand. At this point, I'd actually like to point out that one thing that stuck out to me that I enjoyed a lot was Monroe had really solid strikes in this match. Like, there were several times this match where I was like, damn, that was a really good punch or or forearm or elbow. Meaty. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, when, like, compared to her wrestling, too, it's like, her wrestling's solid, but, like, her strikes, I was like, all right. I'm like, fuck yeah. So Monroe eventually, uh, while she's dominating the outside, eventually though, Rose actually does get the upper hand here by getting Monroe in an electric chair position. And I thought she was going to electric chair on the outside, which had me a little bit worried. Mm-hmm. And then she drops her face first onto the apron instead, and commentary was like, that was a long way to fall, because Rose is a tall woman. So she just, boop, on the apron, just wiped okay. her out. Nice. Rose then gets started on the classic the classic heel maneuver here because they're both heels, but Rose is more of the heel than Monroe more than anything. Mm. Where she just grinds Monroe into the mat using every means at her disposal, such as the ring ropes, just shoving her foot into her face and pushing her to the outside almost, just beating her down constantly. One detail that, one detail that I actually did like here is that as this went on, it, at first it started, Rose covered Monroe, got a one. But eventually after doing it more, she got Monroe to go to a two. And, like, the count got closer and closer to a three as she kept grinding down on Monroe. So she kept it up. Which is a mm-hmm. nice detail. And she eventually just <laughs> transitions this into just beat. She eventually gets tired of all, like, the, you know, like, just choking around. Just starts just beating her repeatedly with strikes. Covering her, failing, just repeating it over and over and over again. Until one point, at one point, she even hits, like, a spear on Monroe. Which gave me, it gave me a uh, some edge vibes with her spear. Like, she caught her in midair, you know what I mean? Yeah. She then puts her in an abdominable stretch hold, and finally, Monroe is able to fire up, get out of the hole, hits consecutive strikes of her own, gets into a back-and-forth fight between the two of them, between Monroe's to get... Monroe's. Holy shit, I combined their names. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try that again. So Monroe finally gets uh, fires up, gets consecutive strikes of her own, gets out of the hole, which leads into a back-and-forth fight between the two of them for control of the match. We then get mm. to my favorite spot of this match, where... Rose eventually gets up to the top rope, right? Monroe kicks out both her legs. So now Rose is hanging on the middle rope, not the top rope, with both her legs kind of on the outside, right? So Monroe hits her in the face, knocks her, makes her, hits her, and she gets a bit woozy. And then she jumps up on the top rope, and then she double stomps the back of her neck and sends her face first into the mat. Looked fucking brutal. And I was like, fuck yeah. That was awesome. I think she actually has it on her Twitter. If you scroll down, where she was like, "It's like a gif of the of this spot, which is the probably the best looking spot of the match, in my opinion." 
Rose is able to get back into the match with a roll-up into an Inziguri combo where she, like, rolls up Monroe, but she lets her go, so she flips onto her knees, and then she kicks her in the face. Mm-hmm. Then she finishes off with a super kick, but unfortunately for her, um, it doesn't put her away, so she goes for the spear again, but Monroe knees her in the shoulder slash face, kind of iffy looking. Um, and then capitalizes on this with a springboard co- uh, code breaker, which looked great. It was a fantastic selling by Rose during, at this point. Like she, had, I'm pretty sure like she flopped on the ground after the code breaker. Then she got hit with a dragon suplex and was just dead weight. Like Ugh. literally, like Monroe, I think like two times tried to pick Rose up and Rose literally just collapsed every time she got up. Like every time like she tried to get her off the ground. And when she finally gets her up the third time, we get to the finish where Rose breaks their deal and rakes Monroe's eyes when the ref is is looking away. Monroe is stumbles around the ring, turns around and eats a claymore from Rose who picks up the win. Nice, nice, big win. I like it. It's a good match. It's a solid yeah, match. It sounds that like I it. give a I give a match a meh. There were some nice little details here and there. The wrestling was solid with certain spots again that I thought were really good, specifically that double stomp to the back of the neck which was just was great. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed this match quite a bit. Nice. Okay. Nice, solid match. Cool. I dig it. I dig All it. Right. Sounds awesome. Now, now it's time to get into it something serious. It is time. So let's preface this with we mentioned something special happened a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And what happened was. That Mike Bailey's five-year ban in the U.S. is finally over. And this was cause for celebration, because I think think it's pretty much agreed upon that me and Zach both love Mike Bailey. Yes, there are several episodes on Independent Waters where we have reviewed his matches, and they almost always either get a high met or a mark out just for how good the matches are. I think in like episode three we reviewed his match with Walter from Riptide. And... Yes, we did. I think uh, yeah, I picked that out because I was like, oh, you know, my, I cannot, what? I can't keep out about that match enough. God, because I remember I wanted a Walter match and I saw Mike Bailey. I was like, I don't know who this guy is, but this should be a fun match. And mm-hmm. then that match blew my socks off. Yeah. Uh, so in celebration, in celebration of Mike Bailey being able to return to the U.S. finally, uh, we picked. Mike Bailey versus Keith Lee for the match we watched together and from OTT and oh, this wow. match was fucking great. Wow. This match was goddamn. Wow. Oh. I don't think I I don't think it's physically possible for Speedball to have a bad match. Oh, it's not. <laughs> I don't think it is. God. It's literally every single speedball match I see, I am blown away. <laughs> like, oh man. This fucking guy, dude. He's so he's, He can go with anybody. He can go with anybody. His selling is always fantastic. He can do comedy shit well too. He's just it's so good. Speedball could do anything. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And not to dig off not to uh, not talk about but Keith Lee also in this match. I expected nothing less of <laughs> the, the limitless one himself, but god damn, these, these two, two had a ab- great fucking match. Yeah, these two absolutely brought the best the best of the best out of each other. And wow, wow. I it, it made for an absolute banger. Um, Alright. So let's, let's get let's into talk, this. Let, yeah, let's let's get into this a little bit. Let's right. talk about some spots here. Um what a, I like how Speedball starts this off immediately by just laying in huge kicks to Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. 
Keith Lee tries to no sell them too, but like he's like, oh, you can tell he's like, oh, ah, that one kind of hurt. Like, yeah, oh. like you can tell he's wincing a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I like the uh, oh. speedball kicks takedown. Can if speedball could probably kick a tree down. If I would pay to see a speedball versus Daniel Bryan match, just for how many kicks would be in that match, that would sound like <laughs> two, shotguns going off. I was like, two men who could probably kick a tree down. <laughs> But yeah, so this match, I love how the start of this, right before he starts capable, Bailey tries to do a test of strength, and like his face turns red with how hard he's trying to overpower Lee, and Lee's just like, nah, nah. Yeah, Lee's just like, no. And then so Speedball's like, all right, time to go with the all reliable. Let me just kick the shit out of his legs. And then he hits a bunch of drop kicks on Lee, and then Lee out of nowhere is like, nah, I'll hit my own drop kick on you because go fuck yourself. I'm Keith Lee. Remember that, bitch. Mm-hmm. I, oh my god. So, <laughs> oh man, I'm remembering this now. Um, so the two of them go for like a back and forth between each other. They just, they're just fucking, they're hitting each other with like, like Bailey keeps like wriggling out of Lee's offense, and Lee keeps trying to hit him. And eventually, there's this really cool moment in this spot where uh, Lee actually runs right through one of Bailey's kicks, and I was like, oh shit. And then as he mm-hmm. runs at him again, he just fucking eats a roundhouse kick like square in the face. I'm pretty sure he'll be. He'll be spitting out Bailey's teeth from this by the end of this match. Not teeth, okay. feet. God, yeah, God. It looked. I remember. I, I paused. I was like, "Oh, you hit him in the fucking oh, yeah, <laughs> fucking potatoes, yeah, it, man." Yeah, man. They were absolutely kicking the crap out of each other. Um, Keith Lee was just absolutely showing off how strong he is this match, though. Too, like there was some some crazy spots here. Oh my god. Uh, there were um, some great fucking spots here. I loved how a lot of this match was Bailey like being like, like kind of mockingly like, all right, basket in we glory as we speak as he's kicking him. And like, mm-hmm. I love the power. Lee is just slowly rising to his feet as Bailey keeps kicking him. Every, every kick he just gets up. He's and like, he's just staring a fucking hole through <laughs> his head. And he's just like, keep hitting me. Come on, see what happens. He's like, do it again. And then again. Bailey makes the fucked up, the wrong decision of trying to chop Keith Lee. And everyone in the crowd's like, oh, you fucked up, man. That was... Yeah, and at one point he goes to chop Lee, and Lee just grabs him out of his hand, out of the air, and he's like, "Oh shit! Oh, this is gonna be bad." <laughs> oh my god! Like I like how every, and the more he hits him, the more Bailey's like, "Why is none of it fucking working?" Yeah, uh, my my favorite part is when he goes for the like the the handspring elbow. Yeah, but I was about to get to that. Oh my and he, god! He does the handspring, and Keith Lee just catches him and just throws him over his head. Yeah, he I doesn't ha- even do a suplex because Keith Lee doesn't even go down. Keith Lee's just like and whoop. Yeah, I literally <laughs> it's like I wrote as a germ, but yeah, Mikey be- better. He literally throws him over his head and barely just straight eats the pavement face first. At first, at first, I was like, oh, oh, looks like he's gonna flip over and land on his feet, but nah, no, he Bailey just. just- Boom, Bailey face first. full on, like, just ate the mat, shoulders slammed right into it, looked fucking awful. And then I love how as he gets up, Keith Lee just fucking lays him out with a lariat, <laughs> just to keep oh, him down. Oh, yeah. It's not even the worst looking lariat. There's a there's one later down towards the end of this match where Bailey literally um, just gets turned out into another <laughs> ba- dimension, basically. Bailey's just... soul definitely left his body on that second one. Might as well have. Uh, so, he just another great Bailey spot, the... uh, Another great spot that came up a little bit later was uh, Bailey was finally getting his kicks were working, you mm-hmm. know. Finally, he was kicking him, chopping his legs down, kicks him in the head, makes him woozy. Keith Lee's down on like his elbows, mm-hmm. and Bailey just hits a standing moonsault. 
uh, standing moonsault meteora that lands perfectly. He lands directly on Lee's back, and Lee just drops. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. It looked like it it was the most perfect way that move could possibly look, I think. Oh, God. That is... Yeah, I remember... Actually, oh, my God. Yeah, he hits him onto his back. Oh, my... Oh, and I loved right after this, Lee kicks out and literally sent Bailey flying into the middle of the ring because of how Mm -hmm. hard he kicked out. Great fucking little uh, detail there. Yeah. Uh, Oh, my Uh, God. So the two then go back and forth, back and forth, and eventually they're like literally like bl- like at blinding speeds, like running the ropes trying to hit each other. And then I love how Lee just picks up Bailey out of the air and just throws him to the mat, and Bailey literally bounces like a good couple inches off the mat. This mat, by the way, this was top tier. Like Bailey yeah. and Lee literally were bouncing off this mat; like it was a fucking trampoline at points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that big spine buster where they're just running the ropes, mm-hmm. and then at one point Lee just like stops and he's like, "Come on, whoop, bam!" bam and just, just drops Bailey. Ba- Bailey bounces. Keith Lee bounces. Like mm-hmm. we then get into a cla- the two of them just, just trading blows one after each other. Bailey gets more strikes in, and like his shit hurts. But like Lee just like just winds up and just lands one strike, and he almost knocks Bailey off his feet. Oh, was that the double chop where he just goes bam? Not, I don't believe not yet. Okay, this, this is more so when he starts. I think this is when he starts for when he like just starts like straight up forearming like Bailey Listen, in the face. There, just, there's a lot of spots in this match where you're beating the crap out of each other. We're gonna, we're gonna get mixed up a little bit. Yes, here. <laughs> there is. I also liked at the end of this. There was a really this is. I always love him when Bailey does this. He basically gets Lee in the corner and then hits like a multi spinning discus like roundhouse kick into the face of his opponent, and it always looks fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Never doesn't look cool. And then, <laughs> then he loads up for another one, and, and Keith Lee oh. just rushes in from the corner and hits him in the middle of the ring, and Bailey flies into the opposite corner. Essentially, buckle bomb just him. launches just, him. Woof. Doesn't even buckle bomb him. He just pounds. He like he like shoulder blocks him, and Bailey just flies across the ring. <laughs> oh my god! So then the two fi- get back up, same as before, at the same time because they're knocked down at this point because they're fucking exhausted. And I love this part. They're like they decide like, all right, they're like, all right, come on, hit me your best shot. And like Bailey like squares up. Lee chops him in the chest. Lee mm-hmm. gets ready, gets fucking just kicked in the chest. Just oh. Over and over, and then Bailey just starts beating Lee like a fucking. Bailey just hits bag. that combination. He's like, bop, 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 bop. And then kick, Lee kick, just punch, 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 kick, kick, bop, oh bop, bop, my bop. god! So then fucking Lee then's like, nope, headbutts Bailey, hits not, he's woozy now, and then he just hits, finally hits his double palm to the chest, and just chop, wings which he had been trying oh to do all match. And Bailey had been avoiding like his life depended on it. And you can tell, you can see why, because this chop just absolutely levels Bailey. Oh, dude, his chest, if it wasn't already red at this point, had, like, handprints on it after this, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I love the spot before this, though, like, like we were talking about, where Bailey just starts using Keith Lee like a speed bag. It's just like, ba 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 Like, he just, like, hits him with a, like, a flurry of offense and like, the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. I was actually was considering wild. comparing Lee to like the the fucking uh, the sandbag in melee when you hit it with a, like a home run bat. Like once it gets <laughs> yeah, going, it's just unstoppable. To, when you're trying to build, yeah, when you're trying to build it up before you before you hit that yeah, final Lee hit. Lee is home when run it bat. actually gets moving. It's like oh shit, it's just boom. Yeah. Oh my Lee god. Just absolutely levels Bailey. So there's um, a bit more back and forth of the roll up, and then oh my god. So then like. Bailey just kicks the shit out of Lee some more here after they have like a bit of a roll up where they keep trying to. Bailey just never stops. Bailey just never stops. Bailey is like the Energizer Bunny of 
like mm-hmm. matches. This like, is where he hits the uh, wrestling matches. Another standing moonsault meteor. This time to Lee's chest, and then he follows it up with his fucking absolutely unrealistic, but somehow feasible standing corkscrew shooting star press, which I never not am not impressed when I watch him do. It which looks... also just lands perfectly. <laughs> but like, no matter how much punishment Bailey is dished out to Lee in this match, and it's a lot. Lee just refuses to fucking die. There's a point where he just sits up and just stares at Bailey with this just this look of just pure like I'm gonna kill you now. I'm pissed. Yeah. And then we get into this awesome sequence. It's one of my favorite sequences where Lee catches Bailey's next kick. He mm-hmm. knees him in the gut, elbows him in between the shoulder blades, backbreakers him, gut busters him, and then obliterates him with a lariat which just like Mikey and I described literally just sends fucking Bailey's soul out of his body and while his soul is off in some other dimension his body flips like three times and then just face plants into the mat it's Mm -hmm. fucking awesome the way Bailey spins is a way no human being should be able to spin after getting hit with something like that he put him in the fucking spin cycle man yeah Bailey was knocked out but of course he kicks out when of course he does. He even gets out back his way back into this match and actually hits the ultimate weapon, but only from the second rope, which is why mm-hmm. I suspect that Lee kicks out of it, which fucking, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And I was like, all right, Lee's winning this. And then, oh my God. So here he comes. So Lee starts to dodge some of Bailey's kicks. And just as Bailey winds up to go for another kick, Lee dodges it, pushes him into the ropes, picks him up on the rebound, and lands the fucking spirit bomb, which if any of this... you don't know is a god-tier power bomb by Lee. This spirit bomb looks like it could have put Bailey through the ring. Bailey literally bounced out of his grip. Bailey bounced like a foot high after he after he hit that bat. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? He fucking kicked out of it. Bailey kicks out and the crowd goes ballistic. I was like The crowd just jumps to their feet and oh, goes wild. God. I was like, Nani the fuck? I was like, what do you mean? Dude, he bounced like like a foot and a half off the off the ring when he got hit with that. I need. More I thought it was. I thought that was god. it. And then Bailey gets his shoulder up, and the place explodes. Oh my god! No one was expecting, dude. Like, like I said, like you literally, he could have put him through the mat into the ground with that fucking spirit bomb. Oh my god, Bailey! What what did they say? You can't. They don't, even the announcers were like, "You can't beat him. You can't yeah, beat Mike just, Bailey. This is can't. ridiculous. You just fucking can't." Oh my god! So then, of course. Bailey at this point, like, he literally is drooling at this point, and he looks so out of it as Lee picks him up, and he's gonna go for his big bank catastrophe, which, for any of you that don't know, is basically his fireman's carry power slam, which is, mm. we'll put him away awesome. if he hits it. Bailey counters it with a goddamn poison Rana, somehow, yep. and then we get to the finish, where Speedball goes for the ultimate weapon, this time off the top rope once more, and at full height, Lee catches him out of the air, Picks him up on the fireman's carry and lands the Big Bang Catastrophe, which sends Lee several feet above Bailey on the impact yep. for the win. Yeah, the the fact that the fact that Lee bounced and landed on Bailey again afterwards. God, like it was just hold on, and finally ends this match. Jesus oh. Christ. These two absolutely murdered each other. So good. Oh, it was absolutely bonkers. So it was absolutely bonkers. God damn If it wasn't good. obvious, this match gets a mark out. Absolutely. Easy. Like, easiest mark out. Probably one of the easiest mark outs on this show, I think. One up. That match was amazing. Love that match. These two put on such a clinic, and 
oh my god, Mike Bailey never said die. Keith Lee never said die. Because mm-hmm. Keith Lee took his fair share of punishment in this one, too. Let's oh, not, yeah. Like, we let's glossed not, over let's not it. Take anything away from Keith but Lee. There but there was a lot of in this. A lot of this match consisted of Lee just eating fucking shotgun levels of force kicks to the chest just repeatedly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I imagine taking one of Bailey's kicks to the chest is what it feels like. Take a shotgun slug to your chest if you're wearing, like, a bulletproof vest. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, you, like, take the vest off and you have, like, a big purple spot, you know? Yeah. Or, like, oh. a be- or, like, a, or like one of those, like, beanbag rounds. Mm-hmm. Like a BB gun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. This match is fucking great. Yeah, yeah, this match is awesome. Go watch it. It's it, for some for some god for some reason they OTT has blessed us with this match for free on YouTube. So go check it out if you want to see some amazing wrestling. Uh Mike Bailey versus Keith Lee from Over the Top Wrestling. Uh absolute banger and a half. Suit like super mark out. It mm-hmm. was awesome. Uh when Bailey, I'm gonna say when Bailey kicked out a spear bomb and the crowd like exploded, I I started tearing up. I'm not even gonna lie. Damn son. Like I started like I like I like tears welled up in my eyes and I cried a little bit because I was like, a this is fucking awesome, and b I miss I miss a awesome like a big sold out live wrestling crowd so much. Don't worry, vaccine's on its way, so hopefully COVID will be dead by the fall. Or yeah, sooner. yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope. Um. So yeah. Anyway, after that, uh. That 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 and that brings us uh, through all of our matches this week, and now it's time for uh, the double down. The double down. This is the segment of the show where me and Zach flash back to last week, and uh, we watch the matches from each other's perspectives. Zach, do you remember who went first on the double down last week? Um, I want to say that you did. All right, so why don't you kick us off with this week's double down? All right, you gave me Ethan Page versus Penelope Ford at Game Changer Wrestling for Ethan Page's soul and dignity as a man. Yep. I was not expecting for the heel of this match to be the one with the soul on the line. I literally expected Ford to be the heel and for Page to be the face, but nope. Page is just as much of a cocksucker in this match as he usually is, as always. And I was very pleased that by the end of this match, I really wanted to see Ethan lose his soul and his dignity. Which is what it should have done. I thought the beginning bit was actually pretty funny. Especially where, like, Paige literally lifted Ford up just by standing up when she had him in the headlock. And he's just no-selling all our offense. But, mm. like, this match is... I mean, I think I described it last week kind of like this. It's like a shot of adrenaline. Because once, like, the beginning bit is over and Ford starts her offense, the match just kind of goes balls to the walls for the, like, six to seven minutes it has left. Like, I like the suicide dive spot into a DDT spot because of how unexpected it was. Funnily enough, my second favorite sequence of the, of the uh, match came right after this when Paige caught Ford out of the air and just smoothly turned her crossbody into a backbreaker... And then as she was laying on the ground, hoisted her up off the floor and then hit her with another ruthless-looking backbreaker. Just no mercy at all. I thought Mm -hmm. that the fucking power slam Ford took from the pop rope followed by the swanton looked fucking rough in a good way. And I was shocked that Ford kicked out of that. And I also enjoyed how Ford was... Not Ford. Paige was so done with the fact that she Mm -hmm. kicked out of that that he immediately tried to rush to beat her again. But she then let that moment of that lapse in, like, concentration for him let her get a a bit more offense in, like a roll-up or two or, like, a punch in here and there. Just, like, it was, like, a nice little detail. 
And finally, there's the finish, which is my favorite spot of this entire match. That cloverleaf mm-hmm. that turned Ford into a pretzel combined with Ford's resilience until the very end to not tap out and just flipping Ethan off was so mercilessly brutal and evoked so much empathy in me that I remember when I watched this at 2 a.m. last night, I wanted to see, I really wanted to see her get out of that submission and beat this asshole and rob him of his soul and dignity as fucked up as that sounds out of context. And I, 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 when the, and when she tapped out, I was like, "Damn!" And when I finished it, I was like, "That was nice. That was good." And I also mm-hmm. liked, uh, just a side note, I liked how the two of them, while some moves weren't as cleanly executed as they probably wished, I, I always appreciate that neither performer let it like bother them and just roll with it, as opposed to letting it like completely stop the flow of the match and have take me out of it. They didn't. Yeah, no, they they really there was a really good flow to this yeah. match, uh, regardless, which was really nice. Uh, I'm gonna give this match a high meh. It's a good match. It's a really good match. And honestly, if this match yeah. is like gave you if you gave this match another like seven minutes, probably would have gotten the mark out for me if they kept up the mm-hmm. amount of like the moves they have for this and like the just the amount of like emotion that like was being evoked from me from Ford and Page. They probably could have gotten a mark out for me. Honestly. Yeah, with the with the time they got though, I think they they oh yeah with like the six they did a really they had a solid matchup. This is like going to a. It's, this is like going to like a sandwich shop and getting their deal, which is like a dollar, and you get like half a sub and some chips, and the half sub is fucking great, and the chips are great, and you finish it going. But I want the full sub now. Yeah, but I want more sub. But I want more sub, and it's like now nah, it's over. You're done. You finished your meal. Yeah, exactly. It's like oh man. It's like, oh, it's like well at least the sub was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I, I liked it a lot. I think I also gave it a high mat or mat. I gave it around there. Yeah, because uh, I liked it. The flow, like I said, the flow was good. Uh, nothing, like, they, they made it feel, like, they made it feel like a good match, a good, a solid match, despite the short amount of time yeah. they actually had. Yeah, like, these two put on some really, some, like, spots there, I was like, oh, that definitely was not, not easy on you, and, like, they just, they just put them all into six minutes, I think, because yeah. they just take, like, two. Yeah, they, they, like, they, like, knocked, they, like, knocked out all these spots, like, one after the other, like, all right, we gotta go, we gotta go, we don't have that much time, just, just keep hitting them. You've got a minute to ma- to impress the audience. Go, and they fucking did. exactly. It's like it's like they gave it's like they gave us the elevator pitch of their match. Pretty much, yeah. Of of what like their twenty minute match would be like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I liked it either way. Uh, so let's get into the match you gave me, and you gave me MV Young versus Lucky Thirteen from Pro Wrestling Magic. Uh, I love the name of this promotion. Yeah, right. Pro Wrestling Magic. Magic. Imagine. You can't see me, but I'm doing like the like the SpongeBob imagination hand motion. Imagination, yeah. Um, this match was solid. I like this match a lot. Uh, there was, uh, there was some uh some crazy stuff. Like like you uh you mentioned the the big spot we mentioned is when uh Lucky Thirteen tried to hit like that over the top uh-huh. moonsault. And Young was supposed to catch him, but Young was like a little too far back. Yep. And thirteen just looked like he landed on his face, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was rough. But he was fine because he got up and was like, "I'm good," and yep. kept wrestling. Yes, he thank did. goodness, because that yeah. could have ended so badly. Oh god. Um, a little miscommunication on where they where he was going to be for that, but that's okay. That mm-hmm. happens uh, as long as everyone made it out safe. Exactly. We're good. Um, there was. 
some pretty there was some pretty sweet uh spots like the one where uh uh 13 hits the the knee into the suplex in the corner he hits oh. the knee and they suplexes young into the corner young yeah. rolls off the corner and he hits the swan top bomb mm-hmm. which was cool uh and the young going for the package pile driver for 13 to reverse it and hit his own package pile driver mm-hmm. he's like no you yeah exactly <laughs> The Uno reverse uh, card. No you. Exactly, yeah. Uno reverse card. Then uh Lucky Thirteen hits a Moonsault Meteora on MV Young, and then he goes for another one. MV Young rolls out. Uh hold on. MV Young rolls out and he hits like the three amigos like German suplexes. Mm-hmm. He hits like the kick and then he's like, Ah, I got you now. It hits yeah. like those the suplexes was sweet. Uh there was a, a springboard DDT. Mm. From from thirteen, uh, oh yeah, the it, one where he flipped. I remember because it did, it looked weird to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a weird springboard DDT, but it ended up working. Yeah, it was like it was like a it was like a springboard reverse DDT. Yeah, but it doesn't get like the full rotation. I remember I specifically thought the young had landed on his neck slash head, and then he was fine. I was like, oh, thank God, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, young young ended up being fine uh, because he does end up locking in his cross face uh, mm-hmm. and winning the match when thirteen taps out. Oh uh, yeah, I remember this yeah. now. Thirteen like this... whiffed a dragon screw like backflip, like he lands like full face first into the mat and then just eats the cross face, right? And then young and then young capitalizes on him whiffing and just locks in a, a beautiful uh, cross face and ends up winning. Yeah, right in the middle of the ring. Uh, Lucky thirteen had nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, this match was solid. It wasn't. It wasn't anything mind blowing. There were some cool spots here and there. These two put on a solid, solid wrestling match. I think I'm gonna give this one a meh. It Fair was enough. like decent. I like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I gave it a meh too. Yeah, it was fine. I liked it. Uh, I wish. I wish I would have seen these guys go a little longer. It was like it's, it's like the, it's like the it's the thing again, right? Like with the sub and the chips. It's like I want the whole sub now. Yeah, give me the full. <laughs> yeah, it's like give me the foot. It's like you're giving me the six inch here. I want the foot long, baby. Come on. Uh, but in the end, it was still pretty decent. So I give it a meh. I'm gonna say this right now. You're muted for me. I don't know why. What was the last thing you heard? Uh, I was like the sub. You also oh, were. It's it's like it's like this the sub thing, right? It's yeah. Like a, sorry, what were sorry? You. No, I was gonna say before something. this before we go into this. You were also quiet during when I was talking about the Ethan Page and Ford match, and I don't know if that was also because of that or just because you were. Were you just listening? Weird. I couldn't hear I you, but as why. long as they were Corsi for Audacity, that's all that really matters. Huh. Okay. Well, which is why, for recording, I might have been talking over you there. Let's let's, <laughs> let's uh, go. We'll see. We'll see in the. We'll see what I. Oh man. Um. But like, it, yeah, like 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 we mentioned before, it's like the the sub, right? It's mm-hmm. like you want you want the foot long, but they give you the six inch. And exactly. It's like, Come on, <laughs> give me the rest. I want the rest. It was so good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like that. Um. It was good though. I liked it. Uh, MV Young's great. Lucky Thirteen is great, and mm-hmm. I'm sure in the future we'll definitely co- be coming back to these two and uh, reviewing some some more bangers of matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of another episode, Zach. I think we had a pretty good uh pretty good show in this week. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we got to geek out on that Mike Bailey Keith Lee match, which was <sighs> awesome. Fucking hell! That uh, match. and we had some high mez and mez all around. No missouts this week. Thank goodness. It's always nice when we get don't get missouts. Yeah, yeah, we haven't had, we haven't had one of those in a while. What was the last miss out we had? I don't even remember. Um, it's been a it's been a minute. It's been a while. Um, I'm trying to think. 
I think it might have been the last time. Might have been the um. Oh God, <sighs> I'm trying to remember the name of the person because I remember one of them, but I don't um. Oh God, hold on. It's um. It was um. It's um. What call it? It was um. Edith Surreal versus the other guy. I forgot his name. It's the it's the other dude's name that I'm forgetting in the promotion. Yeah, I know. I know. You gave me that about. match, and I remember I gave that that a miss out. Because the crowd sucked. Because the crowd sucked the life out of that match, and then the wrestlers, and then the wrestling itself suffered at points too, which didn't help it either. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that, I think that was the last time, as far as I recall. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So we got it. We get that. That's another episode of Independent Waters in the books. Uh, go check if you if you like this, go give us five stars over on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate it. It helps a growing podcast like ourselves gain a little bit of traction. And reach reach more of an audience. We would really appreciate it if you did that. And we love uh, putting this show out for all of you to listen to. Uh, we we really really would appreciate that five star review. And and uh, leave us leave us uh, leave us your own little review. Like see see. Leave us your own little review. We'd love to hear what you think about the show, what we're doing wrong, what we're doing right, uh, what else we can do. We'd also love to hear recommendations for matches, which you can send us over on Twitter at CountUpPod. Let us know what matches we should watch for Indie Waters. Uh, the one rule is no WWE, no New Japan, no AEW. Uh, so give us, send us, send, send us matches our way, and we'll shout you out on the show here uh, if, you, if you send us one that we ended up watching. So So we'd love to hear those. And go check out the other shows here on the Countout Network. Uh, we have a bunch of a bunch of fun fun shows. We have Hit the Books every Friday, where me and Ryan Knightsey book our own version of SmackDown and Raw. Uh, we just got through our Fastlane pay per view, so we are officially almost. We have a few weeks till WrestleMania, uh, so things are really heating up over there. If you want to go check that out, and we ha- go check out the other shows here on the network, like Your Dose of Death every Tuesday, uh, How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling every Thursday, and G One and Only every other Monday. Uh, Zach, anything to plug? Nope. Didn't think so. So, uh, with all those out of the way, that leaves me with one more thing to say, and that is to remember that there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. This has been a Countout Podcast.